0: Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for is how a great film starts that I went to go and see with my wife. I didn't really want to go and see it. I'm not into musicals. But she said, you've got to go and see this film because it's got an amazing storyline. And I watched it and I was like, wow, this is so fantastic because there's this guy who has a dream and nothing's going to stop the dream. And it has ups and downs and he takes these people who are kind of uh, worried and, uh, and, and pushed out to the sides of life and then he brings them and he ends up showcasing them as being the most amazing people. And uh, I just kind of was resonating with it, the reason we love these kind of stories is because they tell something about our story or the story that we would hope our lives to be. Because it's the story, you know, you also get something wrong and then it kind of gets made right in the end and there's those kind of things and we get it. Because we all get things wrong, we all mess things up So um, I was practicing some magic tricks to try and explain something about what it was that we're about today. And I I did some. And Joel, my son, I I did one magic trick in front of him. Literally, I spent two and a half hours practicing it. At the end of it, I said, what do you think of that? And he said, Dad, you're not seriously going to show that to people. That's the most terrible magic trick I've ever seen in my life. So then I thought, well, I better step up the game a little bit. But we all get things wrong. And it turned out that the theme today was going to be red and white. So I bought this nice scarf to go with the stuff that I was going. Do you like my scarf? Yeah, but then it turned out it was red and white. I thought it was, but it turned out it was red or white. But how do you get things right when you've made made a mistake? What do you do to be able to do something? Well, we just heard that the theme today of greatest importance is about when we get things wrong, God has made a way for us to be able to get things right again. So that even though we might mess up and do things wrong, there's a way back for us to be able to do something right again. So that way is called Jesus, and what I want, my job really, is to get you to focus among all of this stuff on what is of greatest importance, which is of Jesus, because we've been talking in our in these different things that we've been doing the last few weeks all about prayer and about how when we connect with God, miracles can happen, amazing things can happen when we connect with Him, but only when we think about Jesus. But if we start, if anybody starts thinking about Easter bunnies. That's what happens. So I want everybody to concentrate. We're all ready. Everybody thinking about Jesus at Easter. We're all doing that? Yeah, just think about Easter. Nobody think about Easter eggs or e- Oh, that's, well, that's no good. So I'll have to try something else. I wanted to do something that would help to explain what Easter is really all about. Because... There's a, there's a, there's a, um, the, you know If you look into the Bible, you're going to find out that it talks about a verse called John chapter 3.16. is the most famous verse, probably, in the whole of the Bible. And it talks about God. And when I think about God, I think about how, you know, about heaven, where it says streets are paved with gold. And God made everything, including you and including me. So God made the world, and he actually loves the whole world. Point to you, if that includes you, if you're part of the world. Yeah, that's every single one of us is part of the world. God loved the world, every single one of us, so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, into the world to do something about the fact that everybody gets things wrong. So, this, so God loves the world so much, the Bible says that he gave his only son. Why is this red? Because it reminds us of the blood that was shed on Good Friday. And the Bible says that the blood of Jesus is the most powerful substance in the whole of the universe. It can, it can wash away our sins. It can actually give us a clean conscience. There's nothing else that can do that. But Jesus' blood washes away all of our sins. Because when he was on the cross, he wasn't dying for anything wrong that he'd done. But he was dying for the wrong things that I've done. The wrong things that Anthony Delaney has done the wrong things that you've done. So God loved Anthony Delaney so much that he gave his only son and he loved you so much that he gave his only son so that if we believe and put our trust in him then we'll have everlasting life. Now when Jesus was crucified at the moment of his death something quite amazing happened. You see there's a curtain that separated people from God in the temple and it showed that God was on one side because he was holy and people were on the other side because we're not. But at the moment Jesus died, it says an amazing thing happened. It says that the temple curtain was torn in two. And when that happened, God, the Bible says, was reconciling the world to himself. That's you in the center. In the center of God's love is you. You're the reason why he did this. He thought you were worth it. So God's love is now connected to the whole world through Jesus Christ. And that's worth a big hallelujah and a happy Easter. Yes. What we wanted to do was do various things that are unexpected today because the first Easter was a totally unexpected event for the people that came up. Nobody expected that Jesus, having died, would rise to life. See, we know the end of the story. We know Jesus died and rose again. You've probably heard that, I don't know how many times. But they didn't know that. The first time it happened, they just saw their friend dying. So Mary Magdalene and all of the apostles, all these people all saw Jesus die. And when people die, they stay dead. So that was what they thought was happening. They didn't expect anything else. So they came on that first Easter morning. They came looking to the tomb. And really, they didn't expect to find that it was empty when they got there. They expected to find the stone outside, and the, the Roman soldiers would, would be there, and that they would come uh, and guard the tomb and, and keep it, uh, you know, keep anybody from being able to steal the body away. That was their job. And actually, the Roman soldiers' job was so important that they would be killed themselves if anybody did manage to steal the body. And they would have to take the punishment themselves. So they had a, lots of interest in making sure that. That body was safely tucked away. But then an earthquake came. Something amazing happened. And Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away. And she ran off to go and get Peter and John and tell them. And then they came and they looked into the tomb too. Because the reason that the stone was rolled away wasn't so that Jesus could get out. It was so that they could look in. That was good, isn't it? It was so they could look in and see that that the tomb actually was empty. And that Jesus was alive and kicking so what was taking place on that first easter day was quite an amazing thing because jesus died a real horrible death on a cross as we've said nobody wants to even think about how horrible that was but again he said nobody's taking my life from me i'm going to give my life as a ransom for the people i'm going to pay the price for their sins because this death going to be different he'd die like everybody else but then he would rise from the dead like nobody else ever had done so that then everybody else gets to the chance to be able to live again by putting their faith and their trust in Jesus so Jesus's death was was the same as ours he really died but it was different so on that third day when they came expecting to find that the, the tomb was empty they found something else because Jesus entrusted his life into God's hands. That was the the final thing that he did on the cross was that he said to his father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. And then God gave him his life back again so that he can give his life to us, that new life, that amazing Easter life that Easter people get to find out about it. Followers of Jesus celebrate Christmas because we love Christmas. We love Easter eggs and bunnies and all that kind of stuff. But really, we know what Easter is all about. And it's not just about those things. It's something of greater importance than those. And these letters, as I go through them, I want you to shout out if you know what these letters are. These letters explain to us what Easter is really all about. So what's the first letter? E. E. And I think about the word excitement when I hear that. I think about the excitement of Palm Sunday, when all of the the, the disciples and all of Jesus' friends were so excited and people were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. He's the saviour of the world and he's come to rescue us. Everybody thought he was going to be the king and be made king straight away. So that was the, the, the E, was the excitement of that first Palm Sunday. But then during the week, as people heard that, they started to say, nobody can say they're the son of God. And the religious leaders, they, they plotted together, got really a, what's this letter? A, a. a, angry. They got angry about what Jesus had said, that he was the son of God. And they said, we've got to do away with him. So they started to plot and they were plotting together how he could be betrayed by one of his own best friends and how he could end up being, being crucified. So they were plotting while Jesus was having a supper That's the S, is for supper, the last supper. When he gathered with his friends and he said, nobody's taking my life from me, I'm gonna give it for you. He said, don't let yourself be worried or upset. I'm going, but I'm going to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you can be too. And they said, how do we know where you're going? How can we even get there? And he said, I am the way and the truth and the life and nobody comes to the Father but by me. That's what he said at the last supper. But the very next day, letter T, looks like a cross. And that reminds me of the tragedy of the cross, of of Jesus' death, that he really loved us enough that he would die in our place for our sins. But the Bible says he did that to bring us back to God like we saw before. So on the cross, something amazing was happening. Jesus was paying the price for our sins. But everybody thought it was, what's this letter? Everybody thought that was the end. Because usually when people die, they just stay dead. And that was all that they thought would happen. Nobody expected anything different other than that. That Jesus would die and stay dead. Because that's what happened. But they forgot about the final letter, which is? And what do you think that stands for? Resurrection. Resurrection which is what we're here to celebrate. Because they took Jesus' body down. And they wrapped him in cloths. They put him... In the tomb, two of his best friends came and took him down. And one of them actually put him in his own grave. It was a borrowed grave that Jesus died in. And they thought that was the end of it. But then on the Easter day, Jesus came alive so that we, every single one of us, can come alive too. When we attach ourselves and our lives to him, then we get the power, the Bible says, of an indestructible life. Of a brand new amazing life that is lived in the power of the Holy Spirit. So my question to you is, have you done that? Have you put your life back into the hands of God? Because that question that's on the thing says, yes, or no, or alpha. Every one of us gets a choice. You can live for yourself or you can live fully for Jesus and come alive in him. The Bible says that we're either dead to sin or we're alive to God in Christ Jesus. I wanna give you a moment before I'm finished and before we, the band are gonna come on and we're gonna sing that song again. We're gonna sing again. But I want you to just think about what I've said. Is your life back in god 's hands, would you there 's no better day to do it than today on Easter Day, so just take a moment and close your eyes if it helps you to be able to concentrate. Think about your life. think about how we can be cut off from God because of the wrong things that we 've done. but now god 's made a bridge through the cross he 's made a way back for every person here, young or old, to be able to come and have, that, have our past mistakes forgiven and forgotten and washed away so then we can live a new life in the power of God, dead to sin alive to God we can come alive today as Jesus came alive that first Easter day it's as a miracle when it happens all you've got to do is say yes to him he's offering you his love it's full and it's free and it's just all about amazing grace if you want to say yes to that just put your hand on your heart right now because that's where God works just put your hand on your heart and say Jesus would you take away everything that I've done wrong You paid the price for it all on the cross, that first Good Friday. And then would you help me to come alive to you? Put your spirit, put your power inside of me and change me from the inside out in all the ways I can't change myself. I need your power to do that. Help me to come alive to God right now this Easter so I can really join the celebration. And if you agree that prayer, the word that we say is amen. And if you really mean it, I want you to shout it out. Amen. Happy Easter, because Christ is risen. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org forward slash media.